Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pitched two movies with something in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. On Monday's episode, we watched Small Town America be invaded by spiders in arachnophobia. And today, we're watching Small Town America being invaded by massive spiders. Okay. <laughs> I'm just excited to talk about this movie, Chris. It's time to find out if bigger is better in 2002's Eight-Legged Freaks. Exactly, is it? Spider Man. Our town is being attacked by giant spiders. So which film will we be saying Arachnota and which will Cocoon us in love forever? We'll know by the end of the show, so let's get it on. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken! Hello, Clash Butters. This ain't no cactus. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. I'm Chris Tilly. So it's part two then. I, actually, I've got a very quick question, mm-hmm. and I, I just I remembered it uh, when we were talking about it on uh, Monday's episode. And I know you're going away <clears> for a few weeks, Chris. Yep. You're going to be absent from the show, and you mentioned this Deep Rising. Uh, if anyone has a good pairing for Deep Rising, I'd be really interested to hear it. Uh, get on Twitter at ClashPod. I, I thought the idea was to do it with Leviathan. Yeah, no, that's no. We wanted to do Leviathan with maybe. Yeah, I want to do Leviathan with maybe underwater. Okay. So new and old. Oh, but we could do Leviathan with Deep Star Six. I don't think Leviathan's ever going to become available again. Sure, it's not been available in the entire time we've been doing this pod. Sure. So I think that's a that's a dead end. I would say Deep Rising quite. It's a bit obscure these days. So I think we need to pair it with something bigger. The best thing to do Deep Rising with is Virus. Fact. Um, but sure. I do just, it when I'm away, and then I won't 
complain. Okay, anyway. And that's uh, that's neither here nor there. So yeah. we're doing arachnophobia versus eight-legged freaks right now. It's an arach attack on the pod this week. So before we get started into eight-legged freaks, it's time for a dip into the digital mailbag, courtesy of Chris Tilly, a.k.a. Chris Thrilly. So normally do an Apple review. Uh, not this week. We got an email from Cliff. And I like the email so much, I'm going to read it to you too. Dear Chris, I'm addressing this review to you since you are the only one reading your show's emails. I love your show. Rude. Have been listening to it for the better part of this year. It has become my companion while walking the dog, driving to work, and during whiskey-filled nights of serious reflection and analytical solitude. Wow. Thank you for your often hilarious but mostly very insightful takes on movies we love and hate, for shooting the shit, your amusing banter, and Vicky's weird choices of deodorants. <laughs> Fair. Have you given up on them? Yeah, Mark hasn't, so he stinks. Right. But... You have had an impact on the education of young adults in my literature classes, where we use your bits and angles to look at all kinds of works of fiction. Fantastic. Especially Vicky's 21st century perspective on gender roles and women has been much appreciated by the youngsters. Oh, dog! (laughs) You uh, you should try and get a copy of their Clash of the Titles textbook uh, we're going to be publishing soon. I will buy you around on your next trip to Hamburg. Oh, fantastic! We haven't been yet, but... Sure. Um, hashtag keep the quiz. Hashtag get Alex to do the race. Hashtag keep going. We love you. Oh, lovely. Who was that from? Cliff Ford. Cliff, um, thanks, so we've been Cliff. taught in schools. In Hamburg. In Hamburg. <laughs> why, why are you surprised at that? I, d- I don't I'm know. Not. It's just modesty, I guess. Absolutely. But we talk a lot of shit. Mm. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, thank you very much, Cliff. That was a very, very, very nice email. And uh, you're absolutely right. Neither Mickey or I do read the emails. So. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be calling me unemotional right now. <laughs> Did someone really call you unemotional? Yeah. Oh. I work. mean, it's true. It, but uh, yeah, sometimes, seems... sometimes too emotional. I would say it's you fine. You, you sort of ping pong between yeah, nothing 100%. and everything. Hundred <laughs> percent. It I, is all or nothing with you. Yeah. It's just nice. We love it. We love you for that. But it's like, which Chris is coming today? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. I'm going to have some grapple. (laughs) Right then. On Monday, Chris took us through our very first thrill omedy on the pod in arachnophobia, (laughs) which means today Vicky is letting us know if size matters. V takes on a journey. What's scarier than a spider? A massive spider? No, it isn't, because normal-sized ones are already sketchy nightmare factories and big ones are just hilarious. But that's okay, because that means this film is hilarious, which is good. Otherwise, it would be shit. <laughs> Wait, this is what, what? what section are we doing? I thought we were still on the synopsis. I am getting there. Are you ready? Eight-legged freak stars David Arquette. He's the one who's hungover. <laughs> I'm not, not hungover today. Uh, a man's so dim he can't even shave his own tiny beard and he's heir apparent to a gold mine or something in the town of Prosperity, a simple homespun kind of place. Currently down on its luck due to the fact that although the local residents strongly denounce the conspiracy-touting shock jock, he has a complete monopoly on the radio audience of that town <laughs> and the sort of listenership figures this podcast would kill for. And the citizens have zero solidarity for each other until it's, it's far too late. Scatter shot. <laughs> Even David Arquette 
abandons his surrogate mother when she's captured by a spider. He doesn't even consider helping. He literally runs away, then lies his face off later and pretends to check the other semi-corpses in a spider's lair, telling the emergency services they're all dead. When how would he know? Because if Gladys is alive, they're probably alive. But they won't be anymore because David Arquette torched them before his words, putting the town to work in his gold mine. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so a first time watch for me. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, because I don't love spiders. So Fine. yeah, and, yeah. And also, it is it's a fun film, and I'm glad I've seen it. But the reviews weren't very kind at the time, so I just didn't see it. I was, but I was really happy to sit down and watch it, and I did have a lot of fun. So mm. when did you see it? Uh, I I was I started telling you this outside. I saw it in Edinburgh in 2002. I was doing the Edinburgh Festival, uh, doing the whole month long run, and doing I, the quantum leap joke. Doing the quantum <laughs> leap joke uh, a, a lot. Uh, briefcase stuff that's in there. T Rex has little arms also uh, <laughs> I, I do you remember Fuzzy Felt <laughs> Garlic bread Garlic bread hey he did alright yeah he did alright um, so uh, so I I, st- I, I I really fancied the barmaid the barmaid at the venue the underbelly and then we sort of st- we kind of hit it off and we went I, I took her on a date to see this movie and uh, she said she was scared of spiders and I was like yeah that's why it'll be <laughs> no on Monday you took us woman who was scared of Birds to a bird sanctuary, and you took a woman who's scared of spiders to a spider. What is wrong with you? Well, fucking Patrick Bateman. (laughs) It's fucking Patrick Bateman. But listen to me. He didn't take them there despite their fear. He took them there because of (laughs) to frighten them. Do you understand? To frighten them. Pattern. Yeah, yeah. I honestly no. I'll be your protector. I'm claiming naivety here. I sat in the dark with her, and I thought all her like. I was like, oh, she's really getting into this movie. His face. He just took a shot of grapper. Did you? For real? I, I opened it during your intro because it went on forever. <laughs> wow. How is it? It's not the best. Uh, <laughs> knock, it, knock it back in one. Uh, anyway, bottom line is uh, the relationship survived that. Uh, and that woman was Nettie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this woman was a different woman. Uh, and uh, she broke up with me when we got back to Because you took her to see Eight-Legged <laughs> yeah. Freaks. But the, 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 sort of the, uh, the other movie uh, that relates to this story is after she broke up with me, I, I went and sat in an empty cinema and watched The Sweetest Thing, the Cameron Diaz movie. Yeah. Cried my eyes out. Most cathartic experience oh, I've ever had in a cinema. I was, actually. Oh, I had, bless yeah. you. I didn't realise you felt those feelings. <laughs> He's the honour. We can't both be, like, have no emotion. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I just meant about girls, I think. Right. Is that a good film? What? No. The Sweetest Thing? Well, and yeah. It is when you're emotionally threadbare. Oh, bless you, Alex. Hmm. He doesn't know what's good or not. <laughs> Same words. <laughs> is that it's is film good? <laughs> is is Christ sad? <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Oh. Right. All right, sorry. Chris, you haven't asked Chris. Yeah, sorry. When did you first see Eight Legged Freaks? Sorry when it came out. Yeah. Definitely my jam. Yes. This is the film that was in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um thought it was fine. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard you say and I don't think you were doing a joke I think you genuinely definitely my jam (laughs) about a movie ever now I've got fucking water all down me (sighs) I liked it when you said that and also you're correct it is your jam alright well let me tell you a very (sighs) small amount of Alex has already seen my notes on this. I've written behind the scenes, who cares? Question mark. 
try, try and convince him to care. All right, listen. Hey, in 1997, New Zealand filmmaker Ellery Elkayem, he wrote, produced and directed a black and white short called Larger Than Life, which is about a spider which gets massive after it's exposed to some substance. Hey, guess who likes that film? Roland Emmerich. Have and you Dean watched Dem- it? I didn't watch it, okay. no. I, th- I had to think then. I thought I did. No, I didn't. Have you? No, I've, I've done very little research this week. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some clips of it. Oh, is ah, it good? Was it good? It looks good. Apparently yeah, yeah. it did the I business. So it mm. was, did great He pre-produced it with uh, the guy who went on to um, produce uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, so okay. it's, you know, the, I think the film community in New Zealand is sort of very interlinked mm. with each other because it's yeah. not a massive place. And uh, yeah, so uh, he produced it. Okay. So... It's just weird that he never went, because this is not a bad movie. Sure. Like, yeah. At all. And and it didn't do terribly at the box office. It turned a small profit. It didn't mm, did flop. It. And yet you look at his CV, and this is this is the only feature really of note. Like really? everything after this was is... there not something after that? He did Return of the Living Dead Necropolis, Return of the Living Dead Rave to the Grave, and then his last feature was 2009's Without a Paddle, Nature's That's Calling. It, yeah. You, no, this is a sequel <laughs> yes. to the Seth Green yeah. movie. Uh, that Which first was movie... Wasn't it? It did, yeah. It was yeah. a hit. Without a Paddle is one of three movies in my life I've walked out of <laughs> because it's so bad. And that is a movie that, if you can believe it, also contains Matthew Lillard, and I still fucking still walked left. out. So, yeah, that is big. I mean, it begs the question... Uh, when? <laughs> what are the other two? Oh. Uh, you set it up, dude. I yeah, I can't remember what it is. I can tell you one of them. One of them is a, a recent remake of Romeo and Juliet in the last sort of, like, ten years, sure. but not the Baz Luhrmann one. It's boring. The other one was a YouTuber called... I think his name's <sighs> Matt. Or Henry, or he like Harold? a blonde, obnoxious blonde kid. Yeah, and he yeah. shouts at the camera, <gasps> and I was like, I'm, I, I was meant to be reviewing it, and I got about two thirds in. I was yeah. like, I've seen enough, and I, I'm the. I, if I could give you no stars, this would be a no star movie. Yeah. What, this isn't even a fucking film. <laughs> this is a brat, an unlikable. You shouldn't say that about kids. He's not like <laughs> how old is he? Lack of courage. He was like. In his teens, okay. but he was a huge YouTube star yeah. who'd been given this movie, and it's like fine on YouTube. People who like you will go and seek you mm-hmm. out, and you have an audience. And well done, mate. But I'm having to sit through like this is like this is this is a cinema. This is a fucking church, and you're on screen <clears> shouting at me. It was the worst. Thing. A bad long form video, not good. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, let's get this done. <laughs> So um, <laughs> I'm just I'm. Quoting. Is anyone excited about this movie? Apart I'm excited. From me? I just you mean yeah, you know I am, what I'm like I on am. the background section. I, I just, I just find it very. I just can't remember it. Routine. Mm. It's a bit you know not routine whatsoever. Robotic for me. Anyway, Roland Emmerich, Dean Devlin, they like the film, so they're like you. Dude. Sorry, I turned a movie off the other day. Uh, uh, that's the uh, that's, that's disrespecting my section to no, be honest. But yeah, carry on. It's not, I, just, I just forgot right now because I was like, there is something. This is going to be more interesting, apparently. Apparently, let's see. This better be well, good. It's only because everyone's bad mouthed this section and this film so far. So, have you watched um, Me Time on Netflix? No. The Kevin Hart no. Warburg comedy. No. I managed one hour and fourteen minutes of it. Is that not all of it? No. <laughs> no. Believe it or not, there's another half hour e- on top of that. Yeah. I think that's a fucking record. Okay. I don't think anyone. Else has managed more. I did that for the first time at Fright Fest this year. I, I was an hour and twenty minutes into a film, and there was ten minutes left, and I left. Did I was, to, but did you go to the bar? I did, but I just I was so done. <laughs> I was so, it was so bad. Oh no! <laughs> just I don't care. Sorry, Vicky. No, it's absolutely That's fine. That's right. Yeah, uh, that was rude of me. I take it back. I can't. I've said no, it No, it's fine. I'll we can cut it. On. <laughs> we, we can. We, we? we won't. 
anyway, so Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich won Ellery LKM to direct this film. They say, in other words, let's drop a Porsche engine into a Volkswagen and see what happens. Doesn't become a Porsche. What does Still that mean? It's, well, it's about the budget. So it's like, if you can do this with a spider right. and this budget, what if we give you fucking all the money and all the effects? Because this, this cost $8 million more than Arachnophobia. Did it? Yes. Okay. Which I thought was an interesting fact. Now, I don't want to get us into trouble, but it always I always find it funny when Roland Emmerich's own special effects company oh, yeah. takes a large portion <laughs> of the budget yeah. to do the special effects, and the special effects don't look as good as they should for that era of CGI. Well, Godzilla's a prime example. Well, yeah, he did, he, they did, you know, Independence Day, I don't think he did himself, looks a million dollars. like like More than that, actually. And yeah. where are we in the development <laughs> looks great, is of what like, I mean. New Zealand? I mean, I know it wasn't shot in New Zealand, but where are we in, t- in terms of the development of the New, Ze- New Zealand film industry, particularly the special effects? Effects. Wetter, well, it's wetter is yeah. the yeah, company. But in 2002, where are we? This isn't the... a New Zealand production. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like you said, with the links that Ellery Elkham would have in that field, and then you're like, we're going to do a big special effects movie. You think a conversation might be had with like oh, some yeah. New Zealand buddies. I see. But no, I agree with you. It all gets siphoned. Well, <laughs> I remember it being... I mean, towards the end, it is. Ro- I remember it being ropey, but this is where CGI was at. Yeah. Was but it? you said when you watched it at the time, you thought the CGI was rubbish. That's what you said to me last week. So you said, don't don't judge it too harshly for the CGI, which yeah. I haven't, because yeah. you thought it was rubbish at the well, time. Well, that last half hour, I think it gets out of hand. I think there's some good stuff earlier in the film, and then when all the carnage happens, I think yeah. I think it just... I don't, it's not so much the CGI, it's, it's the, the not making the most of the joke, I think, which we will get okay. to. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, screenplay, um, story by Randy Cornfield, screenplay by Jesse Alexander, casting, I'm only going to talk about Scarlett Johansson, because who cares? Um... But I think for me... I swear to God, if either of you say, who cares about this movie? Oh, sorry, no, I like it. I did did like it. Sorry, I apologise. But I think the trouble with watching it now is with Scarlett Johansson being the the genuine movie star, an amazing actor, you expect this film to be a little bit more just because she's in it. And she's brilliant at doing Teenage Girl in Peril. But obviously she's brilliant in everything. And so you see her name, you're like, oh, this might be quite something. Whereas I think if it was, with no disrespect, sort of second tier actors all the way through, you might be able to feel a bit more love for it because it would just more completely inhabit that B-movie space, I will say. I think they tried to do that, though. There's a lot of people... in this cast who mm. have horror pedigree. Yeah. So I think they I think they actually sought out actors. Yeah. I mean not Tom Noonan being the obvious one. And uh, and um our uh the actress whose name I don't know how to say. Oh, who plays the cop. Mm. Mm. How do you say her name? Were mm. Where do we know her from? Oh, I know this. Would have paired all right with the eight legged freaks. She's in Anaconda. Yes, she is. Is she? Yeah. That's annoying. Is she? I've forgotten her completely. Sure. Because well, you, all you're thinking about is John Voight. And <laughs> gurning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that leer that he does. Yeah. Uh, Listen to that episode. So anyway, as you said, Alex, it didn't... It, People care on that episode. I care. I do care. I do care. Um, I don't think it's quite a cult classic status, which is good because that was, I hate it when something doesn't do well and then 15 years later, everyone's like, well, that's a cult classic for you. Like, bullshit. Some things just aren't good. Um Made 45 million off a 30 million budget. So it's yep. not a huge flop, but it's not a smash. It's a bit of a weird one. As we said on Monday, because David Arquette said, we made a movie that scared people because people are scared of spiders and they didn't come to see it. Yeah. Mm. Not true. Is David Arquette a leading man? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what's going on with him in this. Mm. I don't know. Did you watch his wrestling documentary? No, I always wanted to. Great. It's yeah, really, good. It's really good. It's, it's fascinating yeah. and troubling. Yeah. He seems like a really interesting dude, though. Mm. Okay, should we talk about this Yeah, film? sure. Here we go. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do 
I try to do the normal thing, which is like, and then this, and then this, but then there are some bits that are just brilliant, so I will just shout them out. Do it. We're not really going to speak about those much. They're just good. Tom Noonan. <laughs> He's not in one, and my bits are in purple. He's not there, but fine. Uh, okay, ready? So, welcome to Prosperity, Arizona, which sounds like a nice place, but as mentioned, everyone is selfish and horrible. Um, and sounds th- a bit like the town in Tremors. Yeah. Yeah. And there are points in this, especially with the trapdoor spiders and the ostrich farm, where I was yeah. like, we could have done this with Tremors. Yeah. But Tremors would wipe the floor with this movie. There's <laughs> prosperity in... In this. Yeah. In this. And what is it in Tremors? I, I don't know. Perfection. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Good. But yeah. What, so, do, you think of, what do you think of the start of this movie? Uh, specifically, which bit to which bit? So this, I, I, I took my time on this for it, weren't? and there's uh, there's about 13 minutes worth of deleted scenes, right. and the deleted scenes at the start of this movie that they they chopped out, I think, would have made the setup a lot better and would fit into this sort of like calm before the storm thing. To me, this movie gets going way too quickly, yep. and in the deleted scenes, the truck where the barrel flies off into the lake. Mm-hmm. You then see the mall and Norm is in the mall. So you get the mm-hmm. introduction oh, of nice. Norm yep. early and he watches Wade meet the truck, yep. take the toxic waste off it and start putting it in that little room at the back where yep. the entrance to the mine is in the mall. Yep. So basically, you explain this whole Wade is creating, uh, is storing the toxic waste under the town, which is only mentioned in words mm-hmm. later on. You actually see that happen. And you see Wade being a villain and you attach the toxic waste to the spiders and the spiders are Wade's fault. It all sort of comes together and you get them all earlier as well. It's sort of, it's just a much more slow burn of a start. I think that does sound good. It is good. Don't so you wanted, you wanted more eight-legged freaks. I mean, that's the problem, isn't it? I like brevity. But... You, wanted the two, you wanted the two-hour version. I just wanted to settle into it. To me, this movie, you like, you sit down and then it's just 11 and it's 11 for mm. like, the whole thing. And I'm just like, I'd rather sort of, I, I, I want <clears throat> to see people not quite sure what's going on for a bit. Sure. Sorry, another very quick tangent. Um, speaking of film lengths, at Fright Fest this weekend, there was a, a film called Terrifier 2, which is a clown movie sequel. Right. Two hours, 20 minutes. No. Yes. That's, no- <laughs> that's naughty, isn't it? Yeah. That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? You need I mean, a new editor. That depends that's what happens in those outrageous. two hours and 20 it's, it's, it's out of order. Yeah, it is out of order. Okay, just wanted to bring that up. Right. We'll, we'll do it soon. So, as you said, the... Um, <laughs> you won't do a sequel until we've done the original, which means we have to do Terrifying... Terrifying versus Terrifying yeah. 2. Fine, we can, I'm sure we can find room for that. So, anyway... This... Are you going to get through this movie or what, mate? Oh, if you cut me off one more time. Do you hear how pissed off I actually sound? <laughs> just, just talk about the film, Vicky. Yeah. Unbelievable. Disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to fucking do it? No. <laughs> you can't go completely quiet. <laughs> That's not fair. Anyway, a cartoon type barrel of bad stuff goes in the water. That will supersize spiders, but nothing else. But also a, a man with a little bit of baldness will get a bit of hair later. Mm. Fun, whatever. So for me, the bit about you saying about the beginning of the film... This is the scariest part of the film, which is where the spiders are spider-sized. Yeah. So I'm not scared of big spiders, but that's right. fine, because I do think they're very funny. But you've got... Not even the trapdoor spiders. <clears throat> no. Okay. Big, normal-sized spiders are scary enough. Yeah. So, but uh, a normal-sized mm-hmm. trapdoor spider yeah. can't drag you <laughs> underground and kill you because it's a tiny little trapdoor spider, yeah. whereas a, a massive trapdoor spider... Imagine that, you're just walking along... In Lewisham, yeah, and suddenly, and that egg with legs comes at me, which <laughs> but, like, it will. The pavement flips up, <laughs> massive trapdoor. And imagine your last thought being like fangs underground. No one can even see you. No one knows you're there. Yeah, being like wrapped up and 
cocooned in a trap door. Under Lewisham. Under Lewisham, <laughs> specifically. That's horrendous. <laughs> no, I don't want that to happen. But do you not see what I mean? Trap, big trapdoor spiders, scarier than little trapdoor spiders. I think it's funny later when she's called Sam Parker, the sheriff. Mm. She says to the town, get to the mall, be safe. And they all go to the mall and they all get killed by trapdoor <laughs> spiders. That's her fault. She should say, stay in your homes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the proper cast of this film are your tarantulas, jumping spiders, spitting spiders, uh, what did you say? Trapdoor spiders, orb weavers. Mm. Um, and then we need to set up the big bad later with this big lady orb Spider, because of this joke about women liking breakfast in bed, which is oh, repeated yeah. and I don't get because do women like breakfast in bed more than men? I don't know. Yeah, but I think it is tied to that great bit of information, which is that you're cocooned alive and eaten so inside, that she yeah. injects you with a fluid that dissolves your insides and they suck it out while you're still alive. So that's, yeah, that's cool. that, little bits like that, sort of like knowing how grim the death is going to be. Yeah. That's nice. Do you do breakfast in bed? No, I never no. get to do breakfast in bed. No. Do no. you? I, I can't remember the last no, time I've ever had it breakfast in bed. It just doesn't feel practical. It's a weird thing, yeah. I've, I think I think it's something you do maybe when you're early in a relationship once. Yeah. To yeah. impress them and then, then it's get like... egg yolk on the pillow. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. A load of nonsense. A lot of bullshit. Oh, fuck breakfast in bed. <laughs> So, uh, first shout out for a bit that I have nothing else to say about apart from it's brilliant parrot bit. Wicked. Love it. Love that spider jumping at a parrot. I think that's amazing. Only because parrots are fundamentally annoying, especially a parrot that quotes the sixth sense and only the sixth <laughs> sense. You're like, how quickly can this parrot die? I think dead people. I think dead people. <laughs> how quickly can this parrot date itself? <laughs> it's just so brilliant. Yeah, true. Such a good point. Thank you. Who does that? Who writes Who that? Who writes that? It's frustrating. Well, it's, I guess it's a spoof though and that's what spoofs do is date themselves quite quickly. I suppose because they don't care do they? No. Um, you know what the uh, sheriff the mom sheriff the nice mom sheriff Sam called, Parker Sam Parker you know what Sam Parker calls Tom Noonan's character a weirdo. She does. I think yeah. that's I, I think that's a bad thing for her character yep. to do because she's meant to be this down and town sheriff. She's taught she says it to her son. Mm. So it's sort of, it's kind of bad parenting. So it's but because this is, a guy collects spiders, you call him a weirdo. But this yeah. is two thousand and two, so she's probably seen Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> He's a weirdo. You mean Red Dragon? But yes, yes, yes. Red Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Massive hands. She's probably seen Silence of the Lambs and then gone. I wonder what the prequel was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll seek that out. And the Monster Squad. <laughs> yes, and the Monster Squad. Uh, let's have a short break. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> Isn't that my favourite oh, bit? It's just a hand. It's good because I'm taking the power back of my own ineptitude Great. and making you deal with it. Can't wait for the verdict. Oh. All right, so... Yep. Oh, yeah, last week he punked me. <laughs> Is the expression, Punk. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> we just tried 2005. Dating, <laughs> dating things with reference. You've been exed. <laughs> <laughs> he did this hilarious bit. You won't have listened to it because you weren't there. Where it's thought, your letters. It's your letters. <laughs> he just let me hang myself because I forgot the verdict again, uh, again, again, again. It was really awkward, but it was very funny. Anyway, there we are. Anyway, so then we're going to meet David Arquette. Just do the film. David Arquette as Chris, mm. being sultry, which I don't like. So you know, you talked about the is song. Is that at what the he's end. meant to be? Yeah, do you not think? Because the song that's on, it isn't Crash Test Dummies. No, but it's, like it's a guy that. that sounds like Crash Test Dummies. Yeah, and do. they're like, here he comes, and he only—not good for a podcast—but he only looks at people mm. like this. <laughs> so mm. he just looks. Yeah. But he's like, I'm Chris. <laughs> I just find it very uncomfortable. It's because he's Dewey, and he will always be yeah. Dewey. Yeah. It's some typecasting, isn't it? And yeah. like, I, but I sort of—I don't know what he's meant to be in this. Is he a hero? It's sort of like I think he is meant to be a bit of a bad boy yeah. who's returned to town. He hits people a lot, well, which is the sort thing, of yeah. yeah. So I don't know about that. But let's get to in order to meet Sam Parker, we're going to do one of my most hated tropes in all of cinema, especially when the POV that we're using to execute this in quote marks sight gag would already know this information, which is the sheriff is a woman, and I fucking hate it when people when people when films that you don't like women being sheriffs. It's not that unbelievable, like, Alex. Also, it's her son, it's, it's, and he's this like, is a, there's a lot of revelations on this episode (laughs) women can do jobs (laughs) (laughs) they can do jobs I just hate that when she's like I'm the sheriff and it's like that's your son he fucking knows you're the sheriff you're playing with the audience Mm. using a POV of someone that knows that information it's bad 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 is she too good looking to be a sheriff what kind of question (laughs) is that um you brought the fucking grapper. <laughs> so if anyone's to blame, it's you. Why? That's not a real question. So we're just gonna, we're going <laughs> to jog on from that. Um, anyway, so she's a mom. She's got two kids. And we know that because in what I will be kind and say is economical writing, we establish she's got two kids in sequential scenes. So they just happen to be driving past it like, that's my son and this is my daughter. Mm. And then it's like, get that done. Mm. Like, No artfulness there in the writing. Like, let's introduce the son and the daughter one after the other. Fine. Something about mines, something about gas and something about a seam of gold. <laughs> Unsure. Sam and Chris have a history. The gold stuff feels... 
extraneous. It doesn't feel... I mean, it, it puts a nice button on the end of the film, but it's an unnecessary subplot, I think. Well, you need to care about the town folk, don't that's, you? Otherwise. And that's the problem. Yeah. It's not, not enough is made of the fact that this is a dying town. Yeah. Like, And it, I think it's said once at the start, but you really need to feel like... There's a way of shooting it so it feels miserable. It feels like there was once like mm. joy and love here and boarded up shops, and you never really get that. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, they've got a modern shopping mall. Very modern. Yeah. With the sign is broken in one shot and then the, the sign is fixed in the other. So the sight gag is it's called Prosperity, but only half of it is lit up because it's obviously not a prosperous town. Later on, it's magically fixed. Just bad continuity. A real mall that no one visited. So they were going to destroy it. And that's what gets blown up at the end. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, that's a good fact. Well, where fact meets fiction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's good, though, where they do... T- I think you mentioned it already, where everyone's heading towards the mall. Because yeah. Wade built the mall and no one ever goes there. And yeah. then people are going there to escape the spiders, but he doesn't see the spiders. He just sees everyone heading towards the mall. Yeah. It's like, if you build it, they will come. I enjoyed that moment, <laughs> it's yeah. It's a good moment. Thanks, so, thanks um, the movie. Well, <laughs> well. So, Field uh, of Dreams references aren't big right now. But it's, it's oh, become I thought, eternal. I thought, I thought yeah. it was Wayne's World too. <laughs> Very good. Uh, next fun bit, cat bit, also wicked. I laughed my head off at the cat bit. Yes. And I did too until the cat dies. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, like yeah. about? Yeah. I, I think if the cat had run off at the end, yeah. that would be the greatest scene in this movie. I've never seen it done before. You know when you think you've seen every visual gag, a cat's face morphing through yeah. plasterboard yeah. is fucking hilarious. It's really funny. Really, really funny. Really, really it's like funny. a car- It does become a live-action cartoon at that yeah. point. It's great. Which is fine. Uh, so Mike, who's a little kid, he tells Chris about the big spiders and also that they're probably in the mines but it's like Joshua's his friend and he's like I think he's dead but look at this bit of leg like doesn't seem bothered that this old man who is his friend is probably dead because his mum had told him he was a weirdo yeah so it's, it's just his parenting complicated relationship mm. um, next fun bit man inhales spiders in a mine mm. also brilliant uh, I, I have a question about uh, David Arquette's grand mum Aunt. Friend aunt, uh, where she says, lose the face fuzz, it makes your mouth look like a stripper's crotch. Gross, I didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Um, I haven't been to a strip bar, but, but they are waxed to all hell. Thank yeah, you. but we're talking about 2002. They were definite. That's when it was just taking off. Um, <laughs> landing strip. A landing strip, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now even that's gone. But also, I don't think facial hair was as big in 2002 as it is now. So you think it's... Did odd? you have a beard? Did I have a beard? I didn't have a beard in 2002. I couldn't grow one in 2002. <laughs> I could. I could in 1980. <laughs> you could. Yeah. Are you, you done ca- with this? He was shaving at seven. Came out with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I'll tell you what, it just goes to show how much strippers have changed over the years. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, if that joke worked... And if there's the one thing we can take away, <laughs> it just goes to show how much strippers have changed no, no, over sh- the years. <laughs> <laughs> what a pearl of wisdom. <laughs> no, seriously, lose the line, it dates the movie. Because now that joke doesn't work because strippers don't have hair. Not a pube to be seen. <laughs> I just, there's a, it becomes a running gag. There's a deleted scene where the little kid Mike goes, and maybe you should lose the, the facial hair. Mm-hmm. You know, you're too old to be a backstreet boy. Oh, okay. Mm. So it was it was a gag that they cut that scene. They were like, we've got the strippers crotch him. That's That'll all, we, do, that's all yeah. we wanted. Yeah, that's the gold right there. So little AJ. Mike from Backstreet Boys. Oh, he was the Backstreet Boy that had the beard. The goatee mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I remember yeah. that, yeah. Wow, you actually know the name of a Backstreet Boy. He loves Backstreet Boys. I do, yeah. Do you really? Yeah. I Not as much were... as... NKOTB, yeah. 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 <laughs> 
That's the only other time I've heard him say that's my jam. We were at a discotheque together and it came on. He was like, that's my jam. <laughs> you know, there is a video somewhere of me doing Hanging Tough with my mum and dad and brother in a recording studio at a theme park in America. Uh, m- uh, my brother feels sick. My brother's on. My brother's on drums, and he's got glasses that are Night Rider glasses. There's a, like a black, uh, a red light going across them. Wow. Uh, my mum's on the keyboard, sort of whistling. Uh, no guitar, <laughs> whistling. My dad's on the keyboard, and I'm at the front, uh, miming and doing the Running Man for four minutes <laughs> in an illuminous yellow t-shirt. You're such a cute family. Where, when, you say, super, yeah. when you say there's a video somewhere, where would it's, one it's gone go? missing? It's gone. Thank God, it's gone missing. <laughs> Is it a long form video? <laughs> <laughs> it's in a safe somewhere for when we need it. <laughs> um, yeah, so little Mike, he is like an ambling kid, isn't he? So he knows everything but the. He is. I wrote that down yeah. ambling kid. So it means he's contractually obliged to enter his house. Can, through... can you confirm he's an emblem kid? It's Well, he's a Stranger Things kid. Yes. Yeah. Which is, yeah. So he has to enter his house through the window and tell the truth to his mum when he's caught rather than walking through the front door and telling a lie. So she catches him come through the window. Where have you been? Oh, Joshua's. Oh, I can't lie to you. Walk through the front door, then she won't go, what the fuck? And then just lie about where you've been. Right. Like, you foolish child. She's really thought about this. Yeah, yeah I did think that about it. More, more than the filmmakers. <laughs> uh, next wicked bit. Scarlett Johansson tases her douchebag boyfriend in the balls. Oh, I thought Lovely. you liked that. I do like it. It's... I don't think he needs to piss himself so much, but the, the joke is done. But he doesn't yeah. die. In, in... <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> but, but, but in horror film language, if you behave like that, you die. Yes. Mm. I think pissing your pants is, is fine. He's got the most interesting arc, although it's not paid off. What on earth are you talking Wait, about? He, because he comes back later as a kind of hero. No, so well, that's that's why it's not right. Yeah, he shouldn't he, be he a hero. Even okay. come, he doesn't even come back as a hero. Within minutes of him forcing himself on his girlfriend, yep. and in his words, was just trying to cup a few, yes. uh, like he is like kicking a jumping spider out of the air like on his motocross mm. bike in what is probably one of the coolest moments. He gets a really... Hasn't, hasn't earned it. Massive hero true. moment, minutes from being the dick on the, in the movie, the villain of the piece. It's true. It's true. It's just it's so is Wade his dad because yes. they, they he doesn't call him dad. He calls him Wade. Yeah, and but also, it, that is his dad, isn't it? Also, no kid when their dad is preoccupied is ever like pay me attention. I, like like they're like are you on the phone. Fucking <laughs> a. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I am going to drink booze and ride motorbikes. <laughs> but it's you know, there is something there's it's something interesting there because Wade basically tries to get his own son killed. So there's some drama happening, which obviously is never. Yeah, I mean Wade's half a villain, isn't he? Yes, I think he should be full tilt villain. Yeah, I think he's more real that he's sort of half a villain because he's just, right. he feels like a... a but does the film not need a villain? The spiders, maybe? Are they, they're, they're the villains? Well, I, I would say, I, you've just mentioned that, the, the, the chase on the bikes, the spiders for me at this point become the baddies because you get the reflection of the track in the spider's eye and the spider sort of goes, right, let's do it. And then it's like, oh, now you're a baddie. That's brilliant because you've thought about it <laughs> and you're going to chase oh, these yeah, kids. that's clever, yeah. I love that bit. Um... Okay, just a small... This is going to make you cross, but I don't care. A uh, small mention for my love of early technology, even though it's 2002, this film's got very 80s, sort of late 90s throwback vibe. Mm. So little Mike uses a computer to calculate how big a spider is, even though it's got its leg, and all spiders will have a leg-to-height ratio, and he could just use his hands and go, it's about that big. <laughs> but he goes, boop, 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 it's that big. What's the leg-to-height ratio? I don't know what it is, but it Well, will... then he needed a computer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's, it's three. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? what the, no, mean? it's just, uh, you're right. I was just looking in the chronology of this about how many animals, a lot of animals die in this movie. Cat, yeah. ostriches, parrot, bruise of the dog. Yes. Yeah, I'm really surprised your love of animals and you're saying the spiders are the villains. Yeah, spiders aren't animals. It's not their fault, though. <laughs> no, I think spiders came down from Mars. Oh, good one. That's, it's <laughs> in the movie. I know it is. It's a terrible <laughs> moment. Good one. Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, and all the anal probe stuff. There's never been a funny anal probe joke, I don't think. Yeah. No, and I remember him Maybe. from Cool Runnings, which I used to love that film. I haven't seen it for a while. We and get a lot of messages asking us to do I cool love Runnings. that film, but yeah. I haven't seen it for a while. And I remember it being the funniest thing. And he's just it's just not working for me here, like no. his performance. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, we should do it with the Eddie the Eagle. We, I wanted to do it with that film that no one's ever, else has ever seen. Um, what's it called? The, the Cutting Edge. Yes, that's it. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Good do film. you like the "This ain't no cactus" line? Uh, no. <laughs> See, for me, that is a great no. line. No. That is that is this film's equivalent of "This was no boating accident. <laughs> this wasn't a propeller, a coral reef." <laughs> And it wasn't Jack the Ripper. And Scarlett Johansson's playing Mrs. Kittner. <laughs> of course. Exactly. Their character arcs are identical. <laughs> so anyway, a uh, little bit here with the town sheriff, Sam Parker. Her guns are locked up, which is weird. Uh, I don't understand why that is a thing, but then what? I'm not from small town America. The spiders come into her house. Oh, yes. Threaten her daughter. Well, you've got to keep your guns locked up. Do you? If you're a responsible gun owner. Uh, the sheriff? Yeah. Because Re- really? Mike's a wrong one. Let's That's he true, hangs yeah. out with a weirdo. Yeah. All, all Tom Noonan needs to do is go, give me a gun. <laughs> Get me one of the guns, I'll shoot you a spider. Uh, as we've said prior to this, the bit where Sam warns the town to go to the mall and gets everyone killed is brilliant. It's very Starship Troopers at this point. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's the big bugs and the little bugs. Yeah. Uh, you know, the little bugs call in the big bug to do the thing that the little bugs can't yeah. do. It's mm. like when they're attacking the fort at the end of Star... Well, not the end, in Starship Troopers. And they, they go, Get the big bug in here. Yeah. So anyway, they all start making noises now, don't they? they? So they but I do think it builds. It's daft, but I did like it. So they they chitter and then they click, but then the, one of them starts to laugh. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> I did it. Do you know who does the yeah. voices? Is it Frank Welker? It is Frank Welker. Is it really? Oh, it's not really. Is it God really is. Is it honestly? God Genuinely, Frank God. Welker. I mean, we're in peak Fra- friend Welker of the period, show. Friend of the show, Frank Welker <laughs> does the voices. For He's the just spiders. got it sewn up. I've looked like, into trying to get him on board, maybe to do something with him, but he's. he's like in his busy. 90s. He's also very busy. busy. Yeah, he <laughs> does absolutely busy. everything. Yep. They must just like when you go to voiceover school, they're like, don't bother because Frank Welker's still alive. And so there's no room for character vo- of any sort. Wait until he passes. I just want to grow up and be Scooby Doo. Welker does do. <laughs> there's no room for you. Oh, this is my only dream. I, fuck off, kid. <laughs> Welker does do. Optimus Prime? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Welks. An anaconda in a movie called Anaconda? No! <laughs> Any reptile or arachnid, Welker does it. Have you ever... I mean, I've, I've because of this show, I've Googled him and watched him on YouTube doing voices live. It is amazing. Mm. He's a machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so better, better than that. Well, I mean... Uh, but, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, OK. Anyway, so anyway, we're Do in the Do you want to tell us about the movie? Yeah, I'm, just, yeah, well, I'm really trying to get through it, just trying to get to the end here. So we're in the mall. We've got to go to the roof to get a signal. I like that. But I will say now I've got like spider fatigue and we're in, and it's not gremlins. And this is when you start to realise it's not gremlins. 
you're in the mall. It and wants to be, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's just not. <laughs> yeah, it, it really does. This is the yep. moment in Gremlins where the Gremlins take over the town. It's yep. just with spiders. And you're just like, but the humour's not there. There's one funny gag where a spider like thinks a moose head is a real thing and jumps on the moose head. Yeah, that's quite It's funny. quite good. The best example of this not being quite right is someone's in a camping store and the spider is in a tent. It's like, why watch Gremlins and do that again? Do it better. Like, what's funny about the spider being in a tent? Yeah. Nothing. No. Unless it's a riff on, ooh, camping, you get spiders in your tent. I don't... Oh. Is that what it is? Oh, maybe. Don't know. I think you might be giving it a pass where it shouldn't have one. Yeah. Although, <clears throat> excuse me, having just said that... But, it, but no, sorry, it's the scene where they, they play Strangers in the Night. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good song. There are some good callbacks in this film. I like the. I think people's storylines don't get tied up, but I think they do a really. Someone's on it with the callbacks, so the yeah. perfume gets a callback. So it does. It does. When we're in the mines, the big lady spider is going to eat Chris and Gladys. Um, then Chris and Gladys speed out of the lair, and we get a taser callback to set the mine on fire. And then the emergency services turn up, and then we get a Harlan callback. And I, that made, satisfied me enough that all these people's different storylines don't get tied up. Don't know what's happening with Scarlett Johansson and her douchebag boyfriend. Don't know what's happening with Wade, particularly, mm. and his son, who he's just tried to kill. So are we in the swing. mines now? Well, yeah, we've zipped through the mines and basically done. Yeah, we're getting, oh, we're getting, okay, we're sorry, getting to the end. Just turn don't the page don't my mess notes. with Alex's notes. Oh, sorry, have you got a lot <laughs> to say? He gets very confused. No, no, no. I just needed to check where we were. I just wanted to make sure. We, so, we, so we the, finished. We so finished about five minutes ago. Yeah, we've kind of done it. Uh, Am I in the pub? <laughs> and I am. We, we have that weird bit. Where... Oh, wait, no, I've got a bit. I've got a bit. <laughs> I've got a bit. I've got a bit. Okay. I've got a bit. Uh, there's a couple of moments in this climax yep. that, uh, like, I know this movie is like stealing left, right, and centre, but a really big steals from aliens. Yes, of course. Yes. Uh, yeah. the bit I've, where, got, I've written down very aliens. Yeah, where, obviously. Where Wade, the cocoons he, and... does, he does a car to Burke. He runs away from all of the yep. people while they're fighting the spiders and locks the door. Yes. So only he's safe, Carter Burke. And then, like you, you just said, it's the bit where it's like all the colonists are cocooned, mm-hmm. but just like fucking aliens, where in aliens, they go, uh, you're under the reactors, you can't use any firearms, flamethrowers only. In this, they go, you can't fire methane. It's yeah. aliens. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. But then they do turn the ignition of a bike, and is that not a spark? Uh, well, when I used to do motocross... Um, yeah, talk to me about combustion. <laughs> I know you know it. I just, I, I preferred sort of uh, the riding of the bikes, you know. Rather than the sort of nitty-gritty of how it operates. How it works. Fair I, enough. I had someone else turn it on. <laughs> then you I'd, can't turn a key in the ignition. I, I'd walk up to it. it's too scary. Get on. <laughs> and then they'd sit in front of me and drive. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just hold their waist. <laughs> But yeah, we've done. There's a bit of the weird bit at the end where... I feel like you've rushed. <laughs> Do you? I've barely been able to get a fucking word in. So is it any surprise that I've condensed the last bit? Because I feel right now, if I don't, if I stop talking, I'm not going to be allowed to start. So we're done. We have a weird callback where Chris puts everyone to work in his gold mine. End. The Strange. film's ended. I like Gladys. Yes, I like Gladys. Mm. Yeah. And it doesn't wait. No way. That's your contribution. We're done. Are you done? Have you I'm got just, any I'm more? Just, I'm just seeing what else is written here. Not, I mean, it doesn't make much sense what I've written. So uh, Chris is making me feel drunk. Did I do my alien stuff? The alien stuff. Oh, that is generous. <laughs> this is like aliens. Like so many other things are. Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> I haven't, done the, I haven't done the bit. Have you, have you, no. you, well, you haven't done it at all? No. Amazing. Welcome to my world How sometimes. How much have you half-arsed this week? I, I warned you. <laughs> I don't remember a warning. 
Right, All right, okay. well, listen, you can go last and I'll jump to speak slowly. Do you, you want to ju- you, you can just pick one of ours. It'll be like a quiz. Oh, like a vote. Nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Which Perfect. All right, so let's do the bits. Not, no, you'll have to think of something. Go. <laughs> uh, Alex, what was your best scene? Uh, uh, the best scene. So, uh, if the cat survived, it would be cat versus spider faces implanted in walls. <laughs> yep. Uh, but uh, despite the fact that uh, Brett does not deserve uh, to be a hero in the middle of it, it's the jumping spiders versus motorbike scene. It's the scene that when I think about this movie, I always remember yes. the jumping spiders chasing those kids and him doing his funny X Games move in the yep. air. That's awesome. It's also my favourite scene. Uh, Weirdly, I think it's Chris's as well, isn't it? Is that true? No, (laughs) for scene, I've written something. It's not, it doesn't make that much sense. Go for it. (laughs) Read it out ad verbatim. I will, I will. Is it Um, about snakes? I've I've written stranger in the night, not strangers. (laughs) Stranger in the night, full stop. Love Sinatra, full stop. Plus all bets are off. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) That's my favourite scene. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Stranger in the night, love Sinatra, plus all bets are off. <laughs> How drunk were you? It was Fright Fest. It was in the middle of... I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Oh, Chris, I can't believe you had to do work mm. and you were working. <sighs> Double work. Yeah. It, it was fun work, though. Yeah. It just, okay. it just... I'm letting myself down now. All right, so um, I won't come to you first if you haven't written this. What's your most valuable whatever, Alex? Uh, he's only in it for five minutes, Tom Noonan. He's brilliant. Good. I, I'm, I'm going to go now, Chris, so just you just get it whirring away. Uh, Leon Ripley's Wade uh, for being mm. the best at acting. <laughs> okay. I thought he was Michael McKean for most of the film. No. You know, the Spinal Tap man. Yeah. Looks like him. Um, Tom Noonan, probably. Mm. Yeah. Oh, weird. Uh, <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, Alex, what yeah. would you change if you could change anything? So I actually have a good one that you touched on here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I hate, I don't like ever sort of singling out an actor and I don't think it's his fault, but I would swap out the actor, Dougie Doug, who plays the radio conspiracy theorist. Now, let me tell you why. I think he's great as an actor, but he's being given lines that he is reading. And those lines, as is seen in the rest of the film, just aren't that good. So what you do is you put someone in that role who is an, an improvisational comedian. For want of a better example, you do Robin Williams' Good Morning Vietnam. Sure. You get someone who can just riff and have fun. And because he's in it so long and it feels like the backbone to the movie, if you've got someone funny there, that even if a scene isn't funny or even if something's not working, you're always coming back to someone who's saying funny shit yeah. about the movie, taking the piss out of the movie in a way that the movie can't do itself for some reason. And then you've got a it's like I swear that would like be a fifty percent better movie if that was a funny character. <clears throat> I think that's true. That's me done. My change is set it at Christmas because oh, there's some sort of Christmassy music. I mm. thought it's almost Gremlins. Mm. And how upsetting would it be if you went to a mall at Christmas and there were spiders in your Christmas tree? Awful. So set it at Christmas. Fantastic change. Can we, Thank can you. we write a Christmas movie? Sure, if you want to. Yeah. Let's go, 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 go now. How about spiders at Christmas yeah. in Blade Runner? Blade Runner, Spider Christmas. Festive Blade Runner yeah. with spiders. Blade Christmas Runner Spider. And egg, egg with legs. <laughs> I'm actually writing that at the moment. So that is taken. Chris, what's your change? Um, it's like E.T., but it's an egg with legs. I think, I think we need Mrs. Kitner. Sure. Cool. <laughs> cool. I mean, it's funny because it's a movie full of callbacks. So, yeah. Yep. I like it, yeah. Did you ever see the Ben Dreyfus... How much fucking 
fucking hell! You've nearly drunk the whole box! <laughs> Chris! Chris, it's, it's lethal. It's fire water. Have I ever seen Mrs. Draper? No. Ben, Dra- ben Dreyfus. Uh, Richard Dreyfus' son, his Jaws theory. No, what's his Jaws theory? Can I read it to you? Yeah. He tweeted this. One thing that everyone, including my father, gets wrong about Jaws is that they all think Jaws killed Ben Gardner. But that's wrong. Ben Gardner was murdered by Quint, his local fishing rival. (laughs) The body turns up at the beach. Quint recognised it was a shark attack. He saw his chance and killed his rival, Ben Gardner, and planted a great white tooth at the scene. Everyone fell for it except Jaws, who followed the orca out to sea to kill Quint. Also why he let my dad live. Wow. Great. I mean, wrong, but wow. (laughs) Big swing. Big swing. I think we're done. All right, then. So... It's time for <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> it's time for the verdict. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. My movies this week. How does that feel? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that horrible silence where you would, for a second, I can see it in your face. No, because you he has know. to give a pause so that they can do no, the verdict. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Don't tell me. Well done, Al. Well done, Al. Sorry, cheers. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> Oh, and it's a podcast so no one can see me go. Oh, I'm doing my, I'm doing my, I got away with it face. Ah, Chris, you were right. I did fuck up, but no one knew. And now look at you. I knew. Yeah, you knew. Right then, uh, who do I want to go first? Chris. Sure. Have you done uh, one? Yes, I have. Um, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm going <laughs> to really? make sense of it. Um, just read it as you've written it. No, I did that earlier. It didn't work for me. I'm voting arachnophobia. Three reasons. Um, one, real spiders are better than CG spiders, as Vicky said. Uh, two, it did bring me immense joy when I saw it at the cinema in 1990. And three, I think Eight-Legged Freaks is the reason that we've got these sci-fi um, channel movies, the mm. Sharknado genre. And I don't like them. I think Eight-Legged Freaks is a good movie. I think those are legitimately bad, purposefully bad movies. And I really hate them. So for that reason, yeah, arachnophobia. Have you yet watched Lava Anchula 2? <laughs> two Lava, two Anchula. No. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Oh, oh you God, weren't here. Weren't you weren't here. And you obviously don't listen to it when you're not here. No. Steve Guttenberg's in it. So really? we were talking about it on the Police Academy episode. He lost wow. his yeah. shit. It's, it's, I've watched it. It's uh, the trailer. Say the title again. It's like, so the first movie's called Lava Anchula. Lava Anchula, And, and the it. second movie's called Lava Anchula 2. Two lava, two Angela. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. It's Some people really the earn world. their money. That's it's really the best good. thing in the world. Uh, right, oh, I, take, I take that reason back. Uh, uh, yeah, you, it's still you're going on arachnophobia. Fine, I, I'll go next. I, I do think it's tricky this week. Uh, mm. In my opinion, one of these is a better made movie, but it's dull, and one is a poorly made movie, but it's more fun. Uh, obviously, arachnophobia looks better, is better acted, uh, but. I never want to watch another thrill-omedy in my life because it's neither thrilling or a comedy. It should have leaned more into one or the other. Eight-Legged Freaks is so stupid and not as funny as it should be, but at least it's settled on what it is. And for that reason, I'm giving it to the Freaks. Wow. My vote is Eight-Legged Freaks. It is close this week, I think. Yeah, I thought it it was very close because I had such a good time for both of them. Like It was just a thing you tell you, like, I enjoyed that. That was a good way to spend my time. 
Uh, I would say, though, arachnophobia, I thought it was going to freak me out and it didn't freak me out as much as I was expecting. It didn't have the impact I was expecting. And I think it's because some of the script decisions just irritated me in a way that I didn't recognise when I was 10. So we've spoken about that, like Atherton stays away, then goes to the town and all the rest of it. Uh, but Eight-Legged Freaks just is really, really, really silly and not, obviously not very good. But I do like those payoffs. I think there's some writing happening. Um, so what it comes down to is how engaging the lead is and I find David Arquette baffling in it. I, d- I don't fall for that I'm Chris thing. I don't like it. It works. It does look like he's trying to remember his name every time <laughs> he says it. Um, Chris. Chris. <laughs> so with Jeff Daniels, I think he's at least there doing some acting, like he's turned up for work. So it comes down to the spiders and the spiders are much, much scarier because they are real in arachnophobia. So arachnophobia. Well, we have a winner. It's the wrong one in my opinion, but nevertheless, there we go. Arachnophobia. He, he lost the quiz and the vote. Oh, we don't. Good. Uh, so um, <laughs> if you think... They made the wrong call, and then you can uh, get on Twitter. <laughs> at he always Clash. does that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. When he wins, he never says that. <laughs> uh, you can check in with the poll on Twitter and have your vote and tell us how right or wrong you think we were. Arachnophobia is the winner. Okay, Chris, it's your pairing next week. I'm sorry, can I help you? Actually, I think I'm here to help you. I'm every Tolar, your designated mentor. Let's go to lunch. Lunch? But it's not even... Not even noon, I know. It'll be a working lunch. Come on up to my office while I drop this off. What do you want to discuss now? My favorite color? Colonel, the 6 a.m. flight was the first one off the base? Yeah. There wasn't a flight that left seven hours earlier and landed at Andrews Air Force Base at 2 a.m. Lieutenant, I think we've covered this, haven't we? Your Honor, these are the Tower Chief's logs for both Guantanamo Bay and Andrews Air Force Base. Guantanamo log lists no flight that left at 11 p.m. The Andrews log lists no flight that landed at 2 a.m. I'd like to admit them as defense exhibits Alpha and Bravo. I don't understand. You're admitting evidence of a flight that never existed. Well, we believe it did, sir. Tom Cruise, legal vehicle, the firm, versus Tom Cruise, legal vehicle, a few good men. Wrong order. Fine. You hate that. You always tell me off when I say it in the wrong order. God, that's been festering a while. Jesus Christ. I mentally log. I log everything that I get into trouble for. Wow. And then he just sort of goes, some grapper. thought, fuck it. There's no rules anymore. Whatever order is the order, Chris's rules. <laughs> Swigging grapper, so you look, don't look me in the eye and swig grapper. I find it unnerving. So next week we're doing the firm first, no. and then a few good men on Thursday. We're not on Monday. We're doing a few good men, and then on Thursday we'll be doing the firm, and they're well, available. We, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, I think I've got a go. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say. Uh, uh, Nikki, uh, our producer, uh, mm. if you could capture Chris's face as a still when he went, <laughs> and they're invainable, <laughs> I would love you forever because I want to put that everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they're invainable. <laughs> That's, you know not, that that's not what that's my voice him. sounds like. That's him basically saying, in the past, Alex has picked movies that weren't widely available. <laughs> no, it's not. That is a dig. Always, it's not it's a you dig. Think. It's a fucking dig. And I where are they available, Chris? Places. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has seen them a million times. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, right, then, that is us done. Uh, congratulations to Arachnophobia. Do your homework over the weekend or whenever you choose to do your homework. I'm not telling you how to live your lives because I'm not Chris. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs>
<laughs> it is a few good men versus the firm next week. Uh, do check in with us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Clashboard. Check out our brand new YouTube channel where you can see some long form video. <laughs> <laughs> Just type in Clash of the Titles. Long form. Subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify. Have some fun with your lives. Bye bye. Clash of the Titles is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.